Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife, a podcast where we discuss the housewives you love to love, love to hate, and sometimes hate to hate. Your next episode with Bess and Sarah is coming up now. Welcome to Once Upon a Housewife. I'm your host, Bess Ellis. And I'm your host, Sarah Flory. Welcome and Happy New Year to happy everyone. Happy New Year, everybody. How was your holidays? Well, Christmas was successful. Then we hosted a super spreader Christmas. And then New Year's was another success. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So yeah. the week between Christmas and New Year's, I watched a lot of TV. Yeah. I watched well, a lot so of the ladies. That's what those old episodes of Housewives are for. Oh, thank God. I always tell people, too, like, if you have COVID, watch this season. And that's what I did. It came to fruition for you. It came to fruition. It also came to fruition for me. I did not, although it was not COVID, it was a very bad head cold that was a non-COVID. And it was just as bad. And I'm telling you what, I was home. I was watching the Housewives. Saved by the ladies. Yeah. Housewives and a pizza. So we are cleansing a little bit. We are not doing convo. We can toast with some coffee and or sparkling water. We're doing sparkling water and coffee today. And we have a special guest with us today. Fresh New Year. Fresh New Year, fresh new guest. Yes, who's our guest? And Fresh Wolf. And Fresh Wolf. Yes, Fresh Wolf. We have, so it is another family affair. Me and my family love our housewives. It is my cousin, Amanda Gett. Hi, I'm doing my best Lisa Barlow impression. Uh, Hi, Amanda. And I think she just gave away our um, person that we're doing today. Absolutely. I always want to do a Lisa Barlow impression, and mine always comes out more Jill Zirin. (laughs) Well... That makes sense. But we are. I think mine does too. We're doing Lisa. Yeah. Lisa Barlow. I'm so excited. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the the person of the moment. I, one of the people of the moment. Oh the show of God. the moment. That I, finale. Wow. Production came to eat and they left no crumbs. I mean, just <laughs> brilliant. I watched it live, which I something about me, I said, I, I, I need to watch this live. I excused myself. I was like, clean up dinner. I went in the basement. We have a brand new 85-inch TV in our basement. And let me tell you, watching especially old seasons of Housewives on that screen, you see all of their bad skin. It hides nothing. It and it is a delight. It's great to watch them up close on that TV. Oh. Spoiler alert, Monica has terrible skin. Mm. And so does Lisa. Okay. Yeah, I know Lisa does. So let's introduce. So first, first things first. How did you come into Housewives? So I started at the very beginning. I started with Real Housewives of Orange County, the OG, um, and just always really liked it. And I expanded my repertoire to New York, did Atlanta for a little bit, just never stuck with me. Okay. So my favorites, I would say, are definitely New York, OC, Miami. Oh, Miami. Yeah. And then Salt Lake. Okay. So you don't do Potomac, Atlanta, Dubai, Jersey? Jersey, I go in and out of. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. And you love Salt Lake. Love it. Absolutely love it. I mean, I something is up with my Instagram algorithm because I have been like getting trad wife mommy mormon blogger content for years i so when they love have, trad wife I, I content love it. i'm obsessed with it me trad too wife traditional wives yes. oh i didn't even know what that was yeah God. i must submit to my husband i must make bread i mean it's just like i dress entire, up every day for him yeah very oh, and they do like a beat 
on their face every day with the lashes and they go to the store all glammed up. Definitely. Definitely. And the Lululemons. No, no. Lululemons. No. All dresses. Cocktail dresses. Yeah. To 1950s. 1950s. Oh, yeah. boy. I've never heard Mixed of Tradwife. Mixed with like I'm a little so bit sorry. of Everlane too. Like there's, it's all very beige. Um, like like, I know who you're following. <laughs> There's also like that whole mommy Utah influencer, which didn't really come across onto Salt Lake, but I'm shocked as to like the Utah they have a little bit Mormon of older influencer. People, yeah. That is actually what sort of surprised me about Salt Lake. Like I was expecting kind of the Mormon LDS mommy blogger sort of mm-hmm. part of the internet. And what you found are these very sophisticated ladies. So, And I'm guessing that the real Mormon mommy bloggers wouldn't do it. No. Because no. they're too Mormon. They can't do it. And they don't drink. And, and I they think don't drink. we know that From the ex- most successful <laughs> events in housewife history come out of like... Debauchery. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what are your thoughts on Lisa Barlow? Love. 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 Yeah. I'm a love too. This is the type of housewife I, I love the most is the kind that you know that they are exactly the same on and off camera these the ones make no mistake about it they're not always the greatest people but they are so watchable to me and for me she is my queen bee i she's my favorite on salt lake i have always loved her i'm ride or die lisa barlow agreed I mean, I just think, like, aside from the fact that she's so authentic, I mean, not look, she's fake, but she's authentic to herself. I believe she's just I as fake. I think she's just as fake off camera. Exactly. Yeah, I you also, know what? I agree with that. That's a good take. Yeah, and I just, I think she's a really good listener. Like, watching her back, I was so surprised at how clued in she is on conversations mm-hmm. with people, her capacity to calm others down, and also, like, she's always down for an event, right? And always down for some sort of, like, group thing we saw her ice fish we saw her horseback ride like this woman has so many fucking interests it's incredible i love her sarah she what is do you kind think? Of a, well as you know i'm not a huge salt, salt lake city person it's probably my least favorite franchise that it's well known but i do like lisa i think she is without a doubt the best one on the show mm-hmm. i love her style okay mm-hmm. i love that like straight long hair so 70s that like yeah that like tailored black suit like she's a little bit buttoned up at times in her style you're never going to see her showing like a huge cleave or anything she's sexy and conservative she's sexy and conservative and i love that the other women will be up like whitney for example will come in in like a ridiculous formal dress for an event and she'll be in like a black bell-bottom pant or like a black bell-bottom jean and like a, a turtleneck chic and she'll look just great she's and very in place where some of the other ones look out of place for what they're doing in Utah. She's almost like Jenna Lyons fashionable yeah. correct. to me. Like a little like, I'll just unbutton that button a little more. You know, another thing I like about her is that her um, her head moves. Yeah. She doesn't have too much filler or Botox or anything. If you look at her expressions, her head moves, her face moves. She does not have a lower facelift. She you just has tell. a lot of makeup on. She has a ton of a ton of makeup on, but she she has natural expressions. She has lines on her face, which is different than what we see in a lot of housewives. I think she's really pretty. Yeah, I mean, Very I think pretty. that's what makes her pretty. Is like she stayed true to how she looks. She knows what looks good, and she dresses for herself, which I very much appreciate well also yeah. too that goddamn fucking Whitney Rose is constantly making these women dress up in a stupid theme for any little thing whether it's her event or not and Lisa's like I don't like a theme let me just wear what I want to wear 
I and I, I'm she with won't her. participate on it. And I'm I with her. Agree. Whitney, yeah, Whitney grasps at straws. Me too. I don't even want to dress up for Halloween. Whitney grasps at straws because she's got nothing else going on. When we have to dress up in lingerie to have a steak dinner at God knows what Fakakta place in Utah for our like party, <laughs> and Lisa's like, no, I'm not wearing that. I'm wearing pajamas. I feel sexy. Fuck you. Yeah, I love it. Okay, let's get into it then. All right. So let's do her once upon a time. Once upon a time, there was a girl born Lisa Lee. Again, no middle name. December 14th, 1974. She is nearly 50 years old. I believe this is the same birthday. It's a ca- Sagittarius. Okay. So she's so a you know raging Sag. She's the same as Dorinda, I believe, and um, Candy or Candace Dillard Bassett. So what do we know about I think Sagittarius? They have very, I didn't even look it up, but I know that they're, if I'm remembering, they are (laughs) hard-headed. Let's see. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. We're back in it from the new year. We're back in it from the new year, guys. All right, go on. I'll look it up. Find find if she has the same birthday as Dorinda or Candace. I'm not doing that. I'm just looking up Sagittarius. Anyway, she grew up in Schenectady, New York, upstate. She is five foot seven. She's tall. She's she, she's pretty tall. She is of Jewish descent, but her family converted to Mormonism when they came knocking in her youth at some point in time. Can I interject for a minute here? And I think Amanda can see the same because we are Jewish. It's always really weird to me Strange. when someone converts from Judaism rather to Judaism. I'm always a little like, really? It's strange. And it's got to happen. But yeah. like from Judaism to Mormonism? It and was I'm, a, I'm thinking that well, her family... Part of it has to do with the fact that, like, when you're Jewish, it's almost it. The way it's taught is it's sort of like cultural. It's, it's cultural, and it's sort of every fiber of your being. Like, you can't undo it ever, even if you right. do convert. Which is sort of like, and I see it in her too. I see it in her. She's sort of like got this Menchie Mormon vibe, which I like. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. And I'm thinking that save that for a Chiron. I'm actually thinking though that her family probably wasn't practicing. It sounded to me like. Um, her parents were a little bit entrepreneurial and crunchy and that maybe they were more a little more cultural or their background was Jewish, but they really weren't. I don't see that, that she went to temple or anything, so it was easier for her and maybe her siblings to be and we'll get into it when we talk Mormonism. About, when we talk about her Mormonism too. Okay, go on. Okay, so we don't know anything about her parents. We literally don't know anything except what I mentioned, that her father, she mentions in an article and also on the show that he was an entrepreneur. And at one time, her mother ran a co-op. So There's um, your crunchiness. There's your crunchiness. She alluded to on the show um, that when she grew up, she grew up thinking carob chips were chocolate and was never given any fast food, snacks, Coca-Cola, and that's why she's got such a love for it right now. So she was one of six children, five girls, one boy. We only really know one of their names, which is her sister, Genia. The and brother was on too, but his name is escaping me. She was on a FaceTime with him, and he kind of looks like John Barlow. Okay. Um, her sister, Genia Hall, she lives outside of Kansas City. She runs a clothing line that's ran. a little bit ran it's done i i looked i clicked on the link it's dead no i, I clicked on it and no i page through it i did too and it was a, looked a, okay i looked through her website and read the whole thing oh um anyway it's called she is like eve and oh you said that maybe i did the wrong link or something but i maybe because then i googled it and then i clicked on this link and it was like i read it all Daddy. maybe maybe since january 1st it died i don't know anyway uh her sister looks just like her 
And her sister, fun fact, went on a date with John Barlow. That's the one. And that's how they met. So anyway, she posted in September 2023 on her social media that all of her sisters are divorced and single and work hard to provide for their families. So I don't even know what that means, but nugget for you. Um, as I said, at some point when she was young, Mormons came to the door of her home in upstate New York and her family converted to Mormonism. I really would like to know more about that story. She doesn't share a ton about it. She considers herself Mormon 2.0, which we will get into, but I want to like take a little bit about her place where she grew up, right? She comes, she comes across on the show. She really puts out there that she's not from Utah and that she is an East coaster and that she is a New Yorker. When someone says they're a New Yorker, what do you think? I mean, I'm going to assume the city, especially with the sound of her voice, but... She ain't from the city. She may as well be from a place that's the exact same as Utah. She is from upstate, grew up with a lot of land, horses. Um, I, To me, she comes across as like not a city person at all. She's a big fish in a small pond, yes. Did she go to college in, in New York City? No. She went to State University of New York, Albany, Albany or something. Okay. Yeah, so okay. she's she is not from New York City, everyone. To me... I think she comes across as very like no matter where you from where you are from it's kind of like suburbanites and I grew up a suburbanite you grew up a suburbanite we're no longer but they're all kind of the same right it's drive through Starbucks Utah is a suburban state totally it's it's drive through Starbucks diet cokes fast food Valley Girl kind of like all um, keeping up with the Joneses kind of a personality and I think she's definitely got that I just consider her like the ultimate suburbanite. And she thinks she is a big city person, and she ain't. No. That's my take on her. I agree. Okay. What do you think? I, yeah, I mean, you know. And not that there's anything wrong I'm, with being I'm, a suburbanite, I'm, but she puts it out there that she's more of a city person than she really is. I'm actually so shocked by this news, because I remember there's a scene where she's in the car with John Barlow, and she's... They're talking about their oldest son, Jack, you know, not wanting to hang out with them. And John Barlow asked Lisa, well, I mean, what were you doing when you were 17 years old? She was like, I was running around in the city. And I just assumed she meant Manhattan, but she meant Albany, New York. Or, or she may have gone to Manhattan. She, she recycles that one story about the Russian mafia. Yeah. She recycles it in, in articles. And she was about her friend well, she and was her getting trafficked, getting pickup. Yeah, that's the only thing. I think they went to New York for a weekend, and it's unclear whether she actually worked in New York City. We'll get into that in some of her career. It is unclear where she was in New York, and I think she's intentionally vague. For someone who's such a star, she could of have been a house, in Buffalo. Someone you know? who's such a star of a housewife, such a power force. The amount of stuff I could find on her for her early life, siblings, all of it, it was like non-existent. She must keep it under wraps and people must not squeal on her as that much because, you know, but she really, my point is, she tries to make it seem like she's from New York City and she is absolutely not. Okay. Well, let's get into her relationships anyway. and marriage. So you met, she met through Sister Genia. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, let's let's go to school and college, though. Oh, okay. So she went to a, a high school called Shalmont High School. I think that's Scalmont, Shalmont, and Schenectady. She graduated in 1992. She moved to Utah for BYU, which to me, if you go to BYU, you are 
a you're Mormon. Mormon. You're yeah. a practicing Mormon. You've taken the oath. Is that how she met Heather? Like, is that how... They went to BYU at the same time. Wow. I don't know. I mean, it's a big school, so I'm not going to say I think they, they knew like... of each other. Yeah. I'll tell oh, you. I like think... that person went to school with me at the same time. But you I know didn't... what? Heather knew of Lisa Barlow because Lisa Barlow is a popular, popular girl. But that's right. Lisa did not Got know it. who the hell Heather was. That's right. So she went to BYU, right? For two years. For two years. And so at some point, I'm guessing during this time, she was sort of like, I don't really want to be that Mormon. I want to also move back near my family for whatever reason, back to the East Coast, back to um, New York State. So she went back to New York to finish her college, which I always find surprising when people switch in the middle of their college. Well, and she, but she also it's finished too. It wasn't she switched and it was like, nah, she didn't. She finished. I mean, I don't have a graduation year, but we're assuming she did. Yes. So uh, State University of New York, uh, I believe at Albany. I uh, don't know what her major was and don't exactly know the year she graduated. We can guess it's 95 or 96. I would guess marketing. Yeah, that's what or I would communications, think Yeah, something like that. Um, while in college, she says that she worked several jobs, including one at Mass Mutual as an appointment setter. And she was so good at it that she became the top appointment setter in the country. What is an appointment setter? I think just a scheduler, like setting up calls and whatnot. Because she worked with Angie H. at a call center. That's how they know each other. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like when you work at a call center, I mean, that is a tough But how do you get rated as the top call center person? (laughs) Well, and that's what, there's a lot of call centers in Utah. I mean, that's basically what Jen Shaw was running, a call center. Yeah. Oh, so I think there's more connection. Anyway, whatever. Um, but that where'd you find that out? Rewatching the show. God, I didn't see that part. Yeah. Oof. Sometimes we fast forward a little bit. Anyway, so what she the story is that she had a lot of friends in Salt Lake, was in love with it, and decided to move back after a few years in New York. We don't know where, unclear. But there she started working for tech companies. And she ended up working for um Novell and Landesk Software, and she eventually became the head of HR at Landesk. And she said she changed the whole company culture. And um, I cannot imagine her as an HR. No, really, I think I can. Oh God! I mean, like I imagine somebody named like a grumpy woman named Pam, like the head of HR, and not Lisa Barlow was like way too fashion. She's way too entrepreneurial. See, I don't think she was back then. If you look at those old pictures of when she first had Jack, she looks like just a mom. We gotta post that. Um, So anyway, meeting John Barlow. She met John Barlow through her sister, Genia. Of course, Genia had had a date with him and, you know, probably passed him along. It wasn't really, or she met, they met in, in the same circle. John had been married once before, which I didn't know. I did not know that, but I couldn't find anything out about. No. Couldn't find much who, about who it. it. was. I guess that makes him a bad Mormon immediately, that he got um, divorced. So um, she married him in 2003. Uh, John was actually born in California, but then he grew up partially in the foster care system and lived in Florida and Texas before going to BYU. So I, I'm guessing that... He ended up with a foster family at some point. He got adopted. And got adopted by people who were Mormon and brought him into it too, which fits with her. They're both like not legacy Mormons. They're not pioneers like Heather and Whitney. They kind of came to be. He was adopted at like one years old. Oh, he was? He was adopted early on, yeah. Okay. 
Gotcha. That's good to know. So I don't know anything about the, where their wedding was. I'm guessing it was Do we think John there. is hot? What do we think about John Burlow? Because well, I kind of think Who was hot. it that said he's a Utah 6? No, he's a Utah, Utah eight. 8. Utah 8. Oh, yeah. eight. Utah 8. He's yeah, a but Chicago 4. Yeah. Five. Five. Five and a half. Yeah, no. I'll give him a solid 4. He's not for me. Oh, I, There's something about him I like. It's that spiky, like, high and tight hair that I'm not a... Yeah, I mean, he's tall... He's in good Is he shape. tall or hot? Oh, definitely tall. Tall. Okay, definitely yeah. tall. Tall. Can you imagine if he was like five foot six? That's no. That's true. No. He's tall. There's something I like about him. He's patient. You know what? Lisa's not easy to be married to. She can never marry somebody that was exactly like her. She needs I someone agree. like John to keep her grounded. I think he loves her. I think they love yeah. each other. I think, I think they have a great have, relationship. I agree with you. I think they love each other. I think they have a great relationship. And I think he can really, like, he'll hold her bag. He, could he take will a step gather back. things for her while she does anything. He's he's wheeling her luggage behind He is her. not intimidated by her power in the least. He no, likes I it, think I think. So. I think he likes a little bit of a boss, boss bitch. No, I agree. So their children are Jack Barlow and Henry Barlow. She says that Jack is a serial entrepreneur and Henry is his business partner. There you go. That's what they said. Ta- tell us something about your children. That's what she said. Put it into the fold. They've got a ton of businesses. Yeah, she's she, a re- I love her career forward. She's mess. got a real Vicky Gumbleson about her. She, she does. does not want to be a stay-at-home mom. She is Mm-mm. working, working, working. She is happy when she is working. She loves it. And they've got a ton of businesses to prove it. So they have Lux Marketing, Vita Tequila, Blue Jay Seltzer, and Fresh Wolf as of now. They used to own a restaurant yeah. at some point that had it shut w- down. Yeah, the restaurant was called um, Pearl something. Oh, gosh, darn it. It was in Park City. It wasn't the one. Was it the one that they went to that one time? No, it was okay. way before the show that it closed. Got it. But um, yeah, they they were partners, I think, in the restaurant. And I'm so sorry, forgive me, I don't have it on here. So just a few things. Okay, first of all, really quickly, just to go into her personality, the Sagittarius, honest, funny, friendly, adventurous, optimistic. All of these track for her. Yeah, I agree. Which comes into her personality. Okay, so let's get into her businesses. So Fresh Wolf, which is started and created on the show by, of course, Jack and Henry, is bespoke grooming products. And you can buy these on Amazon. You can buy from their website. They're about $12 to $15, an average of four stars. She's calling them bespoke? So That's what it says on the website, bespoke grooming products. So can I make my own formulation then? That's what bespoke would mean, right? Yeah, as if I, I like. It's, yeah, didn't... it's tailored to an individual. I actually looked that up today because I was like, I've been hearing this word constantly, bespoke. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea what it meant. Yeah. But yeah, it's like tailored products to somebody so i can do my own formula did you i did not was it no. just a you couple just, of flavors to choose there from? there were just three flavors to choose from and you okay. ordered some so i wouldn't call that bespoke but she can use unfortunately, it unfortunately they haven't arrived yet but i look forward to Please lathering it all over my body won't need i'm review. excited for you to get that of course vita tequila so for vita tequila there's three products on their website ranging from 60 to 75 dollars and john and lisa also on part of the distillery John and Lisa started working on it in 2003 and launched it in 2007. It sold in a lot of states over the country. Of course, not in Illinois, but we can order it. Things like Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Nebraska. So can I go in, into a little bit about what she said about how this came to be, that they had this tequila company? Yeah. Is that she said that the story is that they met a distillery owner. John met a distillery owner on a business trip in Mexico. And that person, he loved the tequila. It was very 
Highlands grown tequila. It's, you know, they like to call it ultra premium. And they didn't have any import contacts in the US, so they just decided they would be the import contacts. There was, at that time, no tequilas coming out of Utah. There was nothing. I mean, that's not a surprise. Mm -hmm. But so they joined forces with the distillery owner to frame the brand towards American customers, and they raised $10 million in capital and investors and also used their own savings. And it took all like four years to come to fruition before it came out. And then it came out. They really went about it in the right way too. I know. I think it's actually like, I have to make a confession. I thought for a long time that Vita tequila was like a fake thing. I thought that maybe it was like, it's not actually sold anywhere. What restaurant ever would you go to that would ever have it? Like it's not going to be a thing. But then I learned like, we don't have it here in Chicago. We don't have it in Illinois, but like they definitely have it there. It's all over the country. It's all over the country in various states. And, um, it seems to be really good. It has excellent ratings from um, wines and spirits magazines. I read all about it. She's really knowledgeable. There was another article that she you is had knowledgeable. Uh, I think maybe I found, sent it to you or whatever about getting drunk on tequila with Lisa Barlow in New York, and she knows she knows her tequila in and out. She knows where it's made, properties of it, other brands. Like she's no so I, I also think she just has really good taste. I do you too. Know? So does. I don't think she would put her money and her brand and her name behind something that was sort of not Half-ass, as sophisticated as like, she wants to present. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Like Ramona Prino Grigio or exa- Vicky exa- Vodka. You said it Vicky's Vodka. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the company behind like the, the, the shell or whatever they use to do the tequila is Jack Henry Spirits. Okay. And then it seems like some of these other ventures are under Big Ventures LLC or JLB Investments. Okay. So those are also the groups that invest in these things. And then she also, has, so Vita also seems to maybe generate, I think around $10 million a year. Oh, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I that's, mean, for a small tequila company. Absolutely. And then they also have one other company called Lux Marketing. So it's a branding house where they market for themselves and other celebrities. I wonder if who, if any. And that started in 2008. And that could be the entire, like, where the Queen of Sundance comes in for Lisa Barlow, mm-hmm. where they're doing all of those parties and events, and she is constantly working. Well, I think how this became about, and I really did some research on this, was that they wanted to promote the tequila out there at restaurants and get, like, sort of a marketing force behind it, and they didn't want to pay um, no, so we'll do it place ourselves. to do it. So they formed their own in-house marketing to do it and that's where it started and then they did the same with fresh wolf and all of that other stuff so it's like oh we can do all that in house and make money off of the marketing too so and then they in turn started doing things for other people and can i tell you i think this is very familiar to me unless there's another lux marketing out there i think i used to get emails from this group well, look at you. I'm thinking like 2010 11 what 12 i think they were like promoting restaurants and stuff like maybe even some here or other places that I've gone and I got on an email list and the the bottom, you know, when you get one, it said Lux Marketing on the bottom. You know, you get a restaurant email, the the, the person that's promoting it will be in, on tiny letters in the bottom. I've, believe, I I've gotten some Lux Marketing. I love their businesses. I love how they work really hard at it. I like when Meredith's like, let me try and take you down a notch with this. And say you have SEC filings or you're crowdsourcing, and Lisa's like, bullshit. "This is all wrong. This is all bullshit." Like, try again. And like, I think we're naturally skeptical when it comes to these people. But you are. I'm definitely skeptical, <laughs> especially their businesses. 
But I actually think that these mostly are legit. I mean, I'm still waiting for the ball to drop on something. I'm still waiting for a house of cards. I don't think they're a house of cards. But I, but I think that this is mostly legit. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about their Mormonism with a twist. 2.0? 2.0. So according to... Okay, so for like... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to talk about the Jack Mormon. Yeah, talk about the Jack Mormon. They apparently call them Jack Mormons. Have you guys ever heard of that? No. no. Me neither. Me neither. I just thought that was your kid. Yeah, I guess it's like a it's like a social Mormon that does it because they like the message of like the Book of Mormon and stuff, but they don't do any of the cultural stuff, which means they don't abstain from drinking. She says she's they a spiritual Mormon, not spiritual, not cultural. cultural. Which is, I actually, yeah, I really like the way that she talks about Mormonism. I agree. You know, she's just like this is something that I believe in, but it's not my entire personality. Yeah. It's not. It's not like the compass by which I'm going to make all of my social decisions. Yeah. And it's sort of the and opposite like of Judaism, too, or we're more culturally Jewish, not so religiously Jewish, but I understand the sentiment. And her being yeah. spiritually Mormon and not culturally triggers Heather to no yeah. end. It yeah. drives Heather well, insane. Because she's like, you can't call yourself a Mormon if that's what you do. And I tend well, to Heather agree with that because grew, I'm like an all or nothing kind of a person. So it's not but, that. And but I get that it Judaism, doesn't have there's to be for everybody. Well, in Judaism, there's different sects and stages of it. You could Very be true. Hasidic, you can be a conservative or reformed Jew. So like, I think there is, but I think Heather can't see it because she's in that Mormon church. She was all or nothing. She and had she was to with leave. the most like prestigious of prestigious yeah. husbands at the time. I, what, what, I forgot what they call him, but he's something very... Yeah, did he like ride in like on a chariot with... The first his Mormon dad was like the guy's like limo driver or no, like you know, elders. He was. He was he what do they call them in the Mormon he church? He worked for Howard Hughes. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like Howard Hughes has right hand man was his right hand man, and he was like very invested in the in the Mormon church. So they're like Mormon royalty or something. Correct, yes. yeah. and it just triggers Heather. Heather is so triggered by Lisa. It's my favorite theme of Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> so Lisa's taking on the. I want to be nice to others and kind and give back from the Mormonism. And she's not doing any of the other crazy rules and beliefs that she thinks she's not don't soaking. Go to, she's not soaking. <laughs> Too bad. So I'm guessing that I'm wondering at what point in time she's sort of like relaxed because she did go to BYU. So, but then like, and I do have some friends that did go to BYU and from high school that like, I think I don't believe them to be Mormon at this point either. So, um, is her marriage, a, a covenant marriage. No. I think that's one of those that it's like I think sealed in the church. No, it's not sealed in the church. I don't. Because it couldn't be because John was divorced. But I think John go, can go into the church, but Lisa can't. But Jack is, their rebellious son is rebelling by being much more religious. He's on mission right now. See, that's, that's his rebellion. You get. I don't think it's rebellion even. I think it may be a little bit, but that's what, in Utah, and that's, in, where you grew that's up. what you see your friends all doing. Yeah. And you're out of the fold if you're not going on your mission. And if you're not like, doing all of that especially in that community like you just can't be a part of it you would be like shunned i think like and i think that's what heather feared for her kids as they were like probably shunned a little bit because of their mom but they're also choosing to not do that stuff either john did mission heather lisa did not do mission because lisa was not really a no I, i really like how she internalizes Mormonism. I like how she takes it and makes it her own. And she's just like, and this is what it is. Tough titties. But yeah. did, did they get married in the temple? I think they did. Uh, I don't know. I, I think know. they did. Anyway. Um, I love it. Okay, can we do socials? 
Yeah, let's do socials. Okay, socials. So Lisa Barlow has 340,000 followers on Instagram. Her handle is Digital Creator, New York Bread, Utah Living, Boy Mom, Vita, Brand Creator. And nowhere on it does it mention Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. That's okay. She doesn't need it. I like that too. She's like, like that's just like I'm on TV. Exactly. Compare that to Meredith, who's got 517,000 followers. Wild Whit- Whitney Wild Rose has 415,000. Whitney has more. Okay, I, I'm also just I shocked think they buy them. that Meredith Marks has the most out of everyone. Me I too. Think I will bet you that Whitney and Meredith and maybe or maybe not Heather. I don't think Heather. I think they buy their bots. I was going to say, they're, they're, they're oh, bot sure buyers. Heather does too. Maybe Heather, because Heather has 510,000. Mary Cosby has 128,000. She is on Cameo, but it's set to unavailable. That could have been just for the holidays. She it could have been. been you never off, know. But. She's also booked and busy right now. And according to Just Jared, Lisa's worth an estimated $5 million. I say that tracks. Mm, uh, absolutely. Okay. I, I think say she's even worth, a little bit more than that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think she's got, yeah. What's the deal with their property? They own a house. Do they? Yeah, they own that house. Well, I know that Meredith Marks hates it. I don't think we see it. We see it a little bit. There's our house very much. Why don't they let us in? They do. And there's also, because I know there's like their artwork is like, it's like a black and white square painted around. And like, you don't see their, you you see their room. They don't have a ton of artwork. It's very Utah. It's like that sort of clean, suburban y. Quartz. Like like quartz. Grays and whites. The outside doesn't match the inside. The outside's all bricky. The outside's like brick and brown. Mm hmm. And gray floors. I feel like they definitely have gray yeah. floors. Yeah, oh, it's all wood, very yes. like in that sort of Danish way. Yeah. But now they own. Built in 2015. They're not renting. No, I think their money's, I'm going to say their money's legit. Okay. John is a stand up person. You know you what? I love John Barlow. I do love I think John everybody Barlow. Everybody loves him. And I will say, a lot of those husbands on that show, we should all wish everybody they had a John Barlow. loves their husbands. Like the other girls, like they like Seth. They like um, Justin. They like John. They all don't have that many complaints about people's husbands. Do you think yeah. any of these women have ever met Robert Sr.? Mm, no. Mary would never bring maybe him around. Heather. Maybe, maybe Heather. They know the son. I don't know. I would say maybe Meredith. Yeah. But okay, it. let's do, go for the political donations. Okay. Well, she got in some hot water. Um, because in 2016, this came up a couple years ago when the show came out, there were four donations to Ted Cruz for Mm -hmm. president. Mm -hmm. And this was when Ted Cruz and Donald Trump and all these other clowns were running for the nomination. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, this was thought, this is at least a Reddit theory, that, that there was, a, a in Utah at the time, and especially in Salt Lake City, there was a big Never Trump thing going on, especially within the Mormon community, because they absolutely hated him. They like a Mitt Romney. They like a Mitt Romney. And so they were told, and they all banded together, to give as much money to another person that they thought could overtake and beat Trump. So... She and her husband, at least this is what they said, the 2016 um, donations were for that reason. I want to believe that. I I really (sighs) want to believe that for Lisa Barlow, because even though Ted Cruz is... No better. No better. (laughs) I'm surprised Uh, they didn't put their money towards like a Marco Rubio then. Yeah, I mean, I'm just glad that they sort of were... If that Reddit theory holds water, like that they were... 
strategically against Trump. And it seemed, yeah, and it seems like there are a ton of people that responded to this Reddit theory of like, I live in Kentucky, I do the same thing. When you live in a red state, even if you're a Democrat, you need to do certain things. It's all about the chess pieces because it's not easy being here and you want to like, it's all very strategic. So I and mean, I, I can see some Utah of that is coming into play as a swing state anytime soon. I mean, Probably it is not. a solidly red state. Mm-hmm. I think that's a comfortable thing. Maybe the Mormons them. all thought they could band together at that point in time because there's so many of them and try to like prevent this thing from happening. Correct. Could have been. So it seems like according to some other Reddit theories recently that she's pretty actively donating to more progressive candidates in Utah, such as Derek Kitchen, who is openly gay. She's serving Vita Tequila and donating those for a part of the um, campaign uh, parties that he's doing and also donating her money. So um, also one of the biggest things that they do in their family is they donate to Foster Care Utah. Even Fresh Wolf, they, they Fresh do like donations all, to I Foster think most Care. Of their, That's her cause. Yeah. yeah and the, they, they threw that big event for Fresh Wolf, correct. sponsored by Fresh Wolf for yeah. Foster Care. Um, Foster so, Care. Yeah, every, think, every purchase of Fresh Wolf that you do, there's like a portion of it that goes to Foster Care Utah. And as we said earlier, her husband grew up partially in Foster Can Care. we do the taglines? Yeah. Okay. I love Lisa Barlow taglines. Mm. I think she is one of the better at taglines. You know what? I agree with you. All right. I can't do her voice. I'm sorry. I just ended up sounding like Jill. (laughs) Excuse me. Season one. When you take cheap shots, always expect a hangover. I love it. Love it. Brilliant. I love it. Oh, this one. This is my favorite one right here. Season two. You don't have to like me. I love myself enough for the both of us. I I love that one, too. Love that one. That is my favorite. Confidence. Season three. I'll always have your back if you stop stabbing me in mine. You know what? Season three, they were all trying to come for Lisa, and they couldn't. Newsflash, I didn't watch any of season three. Sorry. Okay. Season four. I'm on a mission to serve Lisa, and I love that for myself. I like that I, one, I too. I love yeah. her. It's so clear, also, that she doesn't have anyone write them for her. I, like, she's off the, the I was going to say the opposite. No, I agree with Amanda. That marketing team that she's got at Lux Marketing. No, she's I, quick. She's I think she's her. quick. I mean, look, I think the first two, when you take sheep, cheap shots always expect a hangover, and you don't have to like me, I love myself enough for the both of us, are her strongest. I agree. I yeah. think that season two one, I love myself for the book. That is that is a top tier tagline. That is a top ten tagline for me. Yeah, I I, I actually agree. I could even say top five. I I could too. Yeah, that's, she, she's brilliant in this way, and it's always fun. She is just so quick. I I, I love her. Okay, so should we get into our moments? Oh yeah. And when we get into Let's our moments too, I have lots of feelings and thoughts about how. These women are so triggered by her. She is the popular girl, and it kills them. Because even when they're all trying to take her down, she's Teflon. The audience loves her. She cannot be taken down. And I think, all right, we'll just, let's do our moments. They're clamoring for her friendship. They're all like scraping and climbing in order to be friends with Lisa, especially Whitney. Whitney and Heather. Heather and is Heather. desperate to be friends with her. All of season one, it was like all about them trying to like hate Heather and love her. She gives Regina George mean girl 100%. energy. I completely yeah. agree with that. It's like the perfect, perfect That's, example. Jen Shaw wants to give that energy. 
but it's, obviously uh, just came off deranged and insane. Well, it's so effortless with Lisa, and yeah. that's what she's so great about. Is she maybe a rehearsed housewife a bit and seasoned in it? Yeah, she's watched them all, but you know what? It's just na- it's a natural fit for her. It is, and can I tell you, watch rewatching some of these episodes and having to go back to season one and two, I have a really hard time watching Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw is it was she's a so painful to watch the screaming and the yelling and the fake. Oh, I just could not stand her. I just was like, as soon as the moment she came, you fast forward. Fast forward. Thank you, thank you, Peacock, paid for. Oh, yeah. Pay for Peacock, whatever Pay for that upgrade subscription. Upgraded You'll be happy. Peacock. All right, who's got a favorite moment? Who's got a season one? I do. Anyone else? I got season one, episode eight. What do you got? Go for eight. Go. All right, so season one, episode eight, Hot Tub Confessions. Lisa and John are on a date. John's expressing to Lisa that he wants to slow down a bit on work. Lisa, you don't need to answer your emails at 11 o'clock. Lisa's sort of hearing him. She's sort of just thinking about work the entire time. I feel like this like montage comes up with them all the time yeah she's every like on her season phone. and not really paying attention she's sort of hearing him she's telling john that she doesn't want to pass up on an opportunity to expand their portfolio john's saying that they work so much that they're sacrificing time with the boys lisa's like you know what a light bulb goes off in her head you're right we need to find a business to incorporate them into the fold like that's her way Brilliant. of spending like quality family time. Instead of being like, let's all go bowling, she's like, let's get them a hair care line. Let's, let's get them. They can make let's money. Get I love them this. Into business. I, I think it's love the greatest this. idea. What a great way for kids to learn. People always say kids should be kids, but kids should also be entrepreneurs. Go for it. Go for it. And like that's the way. Like her quality, her love language is work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real a real Vicky Gunvalson on that. Absolutely. Front. All right. Who's next? I have season one, episode eleven. The title is All Bets Are Off. Okay. So this is when they're in Vegas for a girls' trip. Lisa went down early for business. I'm guessing it had to do with Vita Tequila, getting it into a restaurant. Maybe that was just a fake mm-hmm. fake thing. But Whitney decides she's gonna take him to this um race car track to drive race cars. And Lisa says that this is totally my kind of activity. I'm so excited. And just really talks herself up as like an amazing, like this is my kind of thing. She tells the instructor, she's like, I have a Panamera. Oh yeah, I have a Panamera. And uh, we always used to go down to this rake track to see Patrick Dempsey's race team. What the hell does that mean? Oh, he's very know. into racing yeah, and Formula. Into, like, Formula One so, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They used to always go see Patrick's racing team. She seems very familiar with this world. So... um, She's the most excited for this. Yeah, and she also says, who doesn't love driving high-performance cars? Um, So she suits up, gets in, they all get in their cars, and they all say, all the rest of them, I believe it's Meredith and Whitney. And Whitney. And they are like, my stomach is turning. I'm I'm guttural. I'm so nervous. And Whitney says she's nervous. Meredith says she's nervous. Lisa's revved up. She's like, I'm not nervous at all. But once they get in their cars with their professional, we see Whitney flying, gunning it. We see Meredith going fast, gunning it past. They're like, go past. And then we see Lisa plugging along at 60 to 70 miles per hour. I love My kind of girl. And they're like, they're like, you know, you can go a little bit faster. She's nervous. She's 10 and 2. Everyone's passing her. It is the funniest. They play this little music like, doot. 
Oh, they're totally giving her a hard time about this. <laughs> and Whitney says she drives slower than my grandmother. It was hilarious. It was like a real good editing moment for her, but I thought it was funny. Production um, loves she to can do talk herself dirty. a big game. Oh, they do. And yeah, I think her it's and so Meredith funny. take the brunt of it. But we, I think she like she plays into it. She's she like has Luann. a good sense she of humor care. about it. Yeah. She lets it roll off of her. She is Luann S. She's kind of Luann. Like it rolls off of her. You could get in the worst fight with her and then she's like, oh, whatever, And then love she you. goes, well, then she, she's big on this. Are we good? Are we good? Okay, we're friends now. We're good. See, that's all you want. Like after not resolving a thing. It's fine. Why do we have to hold a grudge? It's fine. We're good. Lisa so we're good? We're good. compartmentalizes and she, yeah. and this is what drives them nuts. She's got probably the most successful marriage on Salt Lake City. She can be like, are we good? We're done. We're done with this fight. And like it brushes off of her and the other women They're are, the ones that bring it up, bring it back up again. They're so triggered by it. I love it. Okay, go with your favorite moment, Amanda. So mine is season two. They are in the Sprinter van going to Vail. Do you this know is, the episode? I think it's 211. Yeah, it must be. Um, so this is directly after Jen's arrest, right? So we don't see this on camera, but what we have seen is they're at Beauty Lab. Homeland Security has invaded. They're asking about Jen's whereabouts. And the girls are visibly upset, right? They're crying. They're concerned. The news breaks about her arrest, and they're on the way to Vail, and looking through, I think it was Jen's, like, goodie bag that They brought, like, their it. snacks. Right, their bottle of snacks. And Lisa Bartlow goes, does she have mint Milanos in there? And yeah. I just thought it was so... Like a breath perfect. of fresh. Yeah, that's exactly what we needed. Mm-hmm. A mint Milano to break the ice. I mean, if we're going to discuss this for, like, it was an eight-hour splinter ride they had to go yeah. on, I bet too. they were sitting there in that parking lot for four. Yeah. That had to be an endless day. Lisa also was like crying. I can't believe they left after that. Well, I know uh, it went on vacation. Well, production was like, you're seriously thinking of not going? Yeah, no, we're going. Yeah. That would have screwed up everything. Thank God they went. What a traumatic event, by the way. Yeah. I love it. It oh. was great. I rewatched it a million times. I rewatched it when since When you then just see times, that one cop in the background going, like Jaws, like music playing and like it's all happening. But Lisa, one other thing about her, like that was she, crazy. when Jen had to leave because Coach Shaw had internal bleeding, like Lisa started crying and like she, she is so empathetic. She is, she is, and she does feel other empathetic. people's pain, and I believe it. But I also believe she's kind of a natural crier. But she does feel each other's pain or feel people's pain. Yeah, I mean, I think there were like her. multiple examples where it's like she was just clued in on somebody telling a story, whether it was Jen or Meredith or Heather, and you could see her react and she would tear up based upon kind of like the cadence of this person's story like she mimics people's um emotional experiences very well that's a really a really empathetic kind of very insightful yeah Yeah, i agree oh i love that i love her i love her okay so who's got another moment they want to do um i can do i've got a couple i've got season four episode five anyone got a season three I have a two, but like, I do guess. Two. I, Go ahead. What do you have? No, no, no. I've got a three. I think it's a three, actually. So. I've got a two, episode seven, Slippery Slope. And this is the, this is the, the one we all. Yeah. The famous line. She pulls in to pick up Henry from school and says, hi, baby gorgeous. Yes. She is. I missed you. And then you got the car, you know, the filmer from the, from the hood of the car, the, the, the window. And she says, 
Henry and I share a love for fast food. Where do you want to go eat, baby love? And then he says, could we go to Wendy's? And for dessert, could we go to Bahama Bucks? Now I found (laughs) out what that is. It's shaved ice. Okay. So she's, and then we we cut to, and we see her saying, I grew up eating carob chips and thought they were chocolate. My mom ran a co-op. So like for me, it's, hey, like I'm an adult now. This is like adulting for me. Like her rebellious act against her parents it's by now food. eating fast food. And now Jax is like Mormon. Like it's I'm also going on a mission. probably a little bit of a Mormon rebellion too, because you know, Coke. they believe to be so your body is, body your, is temple. your temple. So then she hears Henry out with some kind of problem he's having with a kid in school. She's very sweet. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's kind of like a problem I'm having with Jen right now and Whitney. And then we see them going through the Wendy's drive through uh, and get whatever they get. We see them eating. Then we, we, I don't know wh- whether they go to Bahama Bucks, but when the scene ends, we see them both eating what looks like Starbucks pink cake pops. Those pink, you can recognize those things. That's They're disgusting. Lot. But so apparently they went through a Starbucks too. Maybe Bahama Bucks was closed. So um, anyway, it was a sweet moment with her son. Clearly, I think she maybe has gotten some kind of Fast food Wendy sponsorship she out of sure all of this, which I think is smart. Get your coin. Get your coin. Wait, so, she's sponsored by Wendy? Yeah. She's oh all the, all God. over her page. There's like... She's, I love Wendy's. Wendy's is great. I love Wendy's too. Their spicy chicken sandwich. Delicious. Wonderful. Yeah, so good. Wonderful. She's the kind of mom that has pop in the morning. To me, that's like insane. Oh, yeah. And it's not even... I feel, I feel like Diet she's... Diet Coke. I feel like she doesn't start with diet. I feel like she starts with like a real... A full fat Coke? Full fat Coke. Really? Do you think she drinks coffee? No. no. She just goes for the pop? Because no. Because there's too much work involved in making coffee. <laughs> yeah. Correct. No, she doesn't do coffee because I've seen... I've witnessed her on some of the... Because the only time you really see Lisa early in the morning is when she's on a trip. Yeah. A girl's trip. And she's sitting there at the table eating breakfast with a Diet Coke. Yeah. A couple of them are. That's very Jill Zarin again. Mm-hmm. Me, Jill Zarin and Lisa are very similar to me. And it was Vicky. a very sweet moment, though. So I've got that. Okay. I've got any, one any, season four. Anyone have a season four? You got a three. Oh, yeah, do your three. I can't. I think that this might have been uh, season three, where she's arguing with Mary. Um Season two, it had to oh, be. Was that season two? Mary two, was Mary was three. one and three. Okay. So, Unless it was season four. You know, she's arguing with Mary. Mary is coming down on her for being fake, for liking Taco Bell or fast food. And her response is, I love Taco Bell and I love fine dining. Yes. That's oh, yeah. Season two. <laughs> that's that's quite a good one. Trip. Kind of piggybacking <laughs> on the Wendy's of it all. Mary, when she comes down on Lisa, which is constantly all of the time, Lisa has so quick-witted. When Mary is telling her one time, like, do you always talk like this and too much? And Lisa's just like, yes, all the time. You can't shut me up. Can't shut it off. Like, yeah. I, She's just quick. Yeah. And when Lisa read the text that Mary sent her in season four, she sent her this horrible text and Lisa's just like reading it like, you're a fake this and that, everything. It's just, it's gold. Lisa mm-hmm. is so Quick-witted. She's probably one of the quickest housewives there is. Yeah, no, I, I believe And that. she loves maritime this season. I don't know if you guys caught that one. She's, she's having, very into things, all things it's on her inlet. It's on her in-list for this year. All right, I'm doing season four, episode five, The Nastiness and the Rumors. Rumors and Nastiness. I think Meredith at this point knew that Lisa is Teflon and you cannot bring a girl down and Meredith's like, I gotta fucking be friends with this bitch. I got to do it if the audience is going to like me because Salt Lake, they are very calculating. So Meredith is back on board with Lisa because she knows she wants to stay on the show. 
they're getting facials together. This is when production's doing them dirty by doing these up close, horrible <laughs> pictures of their oh like problem skin areas. I bet they Meredith come and does clam. not care, but Lisa does. Meredith's skin is fantastic. Yeah. Lisa yeah. was like, Ugh. that's why Lisa gets all those spray tans. Oh, well, it's about a spray tan, funny you should ask. So I'm really glad to see these women back together. Meredith starts off by telling her that she got a terrible spray tan. It's super blotchy. And Lisa tells Meredith the funniest story where she's like, where did you go? And Meredith's like, oh, the place in Park City. And Lisa's like, oh, I can't go there anymore. She tells him she got banned from there because she came in 30 minutes before closing and demanded a tan. It totally escalated from there. Lisa admits to saying, let me fucking tan. And then she got kicked out. And then a few days later, she got a letter from corporate canceling her eight-year membership from there. And they're just like laughing about it. She full-on admits to it. I love it. I love it. Lisa's a monster. Production hates her. I love it. I really hope it was a spray tan. It was. And not a... Oh, tanning bed? Oof. But she looks like she could do some tanning bed here and there. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't put it past her. Me neither. I, I love it. It's just can like I, a Lisa story. Can I say a little bit of something about her relationship with Meredith and yes. Mark's family? Um, so it comes out like at one point that Meredith's son, Reed, who we never see. Reed's the oldest. Reed used to train Jack in basketball. I'm just kind of going back and digging mm-hmm. into what this friendship ever was i think they had a real friendship i think they had a real one it wasn't very long and it wasn't besties it was more like here's what i really think i think when meredith moved to park city she had no one she didn't really want to be there and she looked to whoever she could kind of climb and befriend well i think that was that was lisa piggybacking on what you were gonna say during the facial that they got together this said facial Lisa was talking about, like, when I first met you, it was before, like, Chloe had a bat mitzvah. Yes, I, she, and, this and, and Lisa that. planned it goes back, they, Chloe's bat mitzvah. That's how I bet they met each other. And I think Seth and Jack have a real friendship, too. You know, I, 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 so I feel too. like, you know, Sarah, you're right. When she moved there, Meredith was probably like, who's pretty that I can be friends with? You know, there are those women, they just Where's like, the popular girl? Exactly. I want to be friends with the popular I girl. I totally agree. And, like, I just think that it, it, people will sometimes think, at least I did at first, that Meredith had the upper hand in this friendship. No, no, it's no. Lisa. It's Lisa. Lisa is the queen of Sundance. Lisa is the queen bee. Yeah. So who Meredith you, is Gretchen Wieners. Who do you think? Trying true, to take down Caesar. Who do you think is prettier, Lisa or Meredith? Oh, oh Meredith is stunning. Yeah. Meredith, Meredith walks mm, through life. Mm. I, you, Meredith's hair, like, is way too straight there's something like it's really thinner unnatural. now yeah it's, it's really i think unnatural. she took some of those extensions out and it's thinner now meredith's stunning and she's done like a microblading that's like way too intense on her eyebrows a lot of filters on those yeah. pictures too so, you know what though even when she was on watch what happens live and i'm sorry to cut you off andy was like you look like a walking filter like he was shocked as to how pretty in person i think she is mm-hmm. in person stunning where i think lisa is prettier on camera you know what you're probably right you're probably right like i mean meredith's skin is incredible and she just sort of glows and she's one of those people where her face even though she's older like it's still very round Mm -hmm. and lisa's is starting to look like a little caved in you get the sunken cheeks yeah she's She's getting the sunken cheeks but she's i think 
There's not Lisa, one ugly Lisa, housewife. Her face yeah, Lisa puts her herself face together too. though better. Like, she does. Her whole look That's is what just it is. cooler and more sophisticated. Like it's I, more effortless too. Exactly. Meredith puts in a lot of work to be uh, like yeah, avant garde. And to she's got to retire those blazers. I agree. Like, to Meredith, already. it's like all work with no place to go. And Lisa, like it's effortless for her, and she got places to go. Mm-hmm. So one thing I read another in a deep Reddit theory was that Lisa is a smoker. Do we believe this? Not that she has smoked. I mean, it makes me like her more. Yeah, it makes me like her feel much. <laughs> Same. And I totally want to have a cigarette with her. We know <laughs> Meredith does too. Sometimes. Oh, Meredith's right? a giant. I don't think Meredith's out of the closet. Meredith's a smoker. So I think maybe they like to have a ciggy together in the back alley of you know a bar or something there in Park City. But do you think? Do you think they have? I bet Meredith has cigarettes on her. And, and Lisa, Lisa bumps bar- them. And Lisa bumps them, just like my yes. mom. <laughs> I think that's a hundred percent accurate. And you, that's kind of, she's got that low, raspy voice, too, almost like a Luann Countess. Yeah. Like a secret little smoker, like, John will kill me, don't tell John. My last question, real quick, do, does, does Lisa live in Salt Lake City or Park City? And what's really the difference? I, I think there's know. a huge difference. Oh, I don't, I'm clear. I don't know. I think she lives in Park City. I think she used to, and now she lives in Salt Lake City, but I don't know. I mean, they're got to be close to each other. Mm, up the mountain, down. Okay. Oh, Valley, or oh, is she in the so. Valley, or is she in Beverly Hills? I think she might be in the Valley now. Okay. But no shade. I don't really know. But, like, I just was questioned. Because I know Meredith's always in Park City with her rentals. And her rental. And I think most most of the... Uh, Jen was in Park City for some of the time, That's too, why Lisa owns her house. In the rentals. Because she's, she's in the, down in the Valley. Yeah. With Heather and Whitney. Should we do our burning questions? Oh, oh I got one more. Oh, yeah. I'm so I sorry. I got one more moment. Let me just, just do it real quick. Yeah, yeah. So this season, season four, episode 10, Mormons get a bad rap. This is Heather's book party for bad Mormon. So this is when she raps away in a manger. And I thought, I liked it. That, okay, see, Did me, you that's like, like it? that's a rehearsed housewife moment to me. I that know, but I, I liked like, it. So everyone gets seated and Lisa walks up to the mic and says, surprise. And she does a little intro and she, there she gives a rendition of, she says, my hit single, Away in a Manger. And she starts singing it. And I'm telling you, I think she can sing. Um, I, I wouldn't say that she can sing. I think but she's got a nice I, voice. I think that she can poke fun at herself really well. She right. has a you great know? sense of humor about herself. Right. Yeah. And I like so, that she did that. I agree. So people aren't really buying it. They're all rolling their eyes. Monica's having a fit going like, this is what I came for. And then all of a sudden, um, she says, I'm bored with this song. Heather, come out here. And then she introduces Heather, which is her book party. And Heather comes out and says, this song is too good. You need to make it a little bit bad. Can I get an amen? And then all this choir comes in with the black choir robes. They all come in. They sing amen, amen, That's a good moment. Yeah. And then they said, give Lisa a beat. Someone give Lisa a beat. And then she does a whole rap about Heather and her book and, and introducing her like, and I, just about being like a bad Mormon and stuff like that. And I thought it was cute and kitschy and she put herself out there doing it. And Heather must have felt so like, yay, Lisa likes me. She's doing these things. I never would have thought two years ago she Lisa and I could have like it. a thing. Mm-hmm. She loved it. And to me, Heather and Whitney and possibly Meredith too spend too much time thinking about Lisa. And Lisa does not give them a thought. No. Like she it never, does not enter her mind. She's thinking about Jack and Henry and, and Fresh Wolf and, and money, money, money. And that's why it's like she, it just rolls off of her. I'll tell so you though, easy. with this rap, everyone hated it. 
No one liked it. <laughs> Everyone hated it, but I liked it. And she does love to rap. And if you see, she put on her Instagram recently, her shoop. rapping shoop, and she knows all the words, which so do I. That's my karaoke so, song. So, yeah. So it's like, it just is of the time. Like, we all kind of grew up with that song. And it, I thought it was it was sweet and cute. I so. fucking love her. I need to do these burning questions. Okay, burning. All right. Does production like her? Mm. No. They do her dirty all the time. Yeah. And she's. Do you think that means that she's just easy to do dirty? Or no, like, I think she's high they maintenance. Don't like her. You know what yeah, I really she like is high seeing is that the Trixie Motel when she wouldn't get into drag, I, she had this like conversation with producers, and she's like, I really don't want to do this. It's my face. It's my face. Like, please, I do everything else, and I don't want to do this. And production was actually just like, okay. It's all right. Like, let's just call... Because you, you know what they do to her constantly? This fucking Whitney and her goddamn themes all the time. And it's like, Lisa's like, I've played this part. I've dressed up in this stupid outfit that you made me wear to dinner the night before. I, they are constantly doing her dirty. She's like, enough. I'm well, done. I did it. But what I'm saying is like, production actually seemed pretty receptive to her not wanting to do it, right? Like... You know, not that we've really encountered a situation like that before, but they didn't seem aggravated with her at all. True. But you know? I always feel like they're giving her a little bit of shade. I bet she's kind of a little high maintenance. Probably. I mean, that's kind of her vibe. I thought it was kind of crazy that she did not want to do the drag makeup. But... Stop. Why are we making... It's not like Mary did it. And like, why do I have to do this? Whitney, yeah, it's not true. even your trip. It's Meredith's trip. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I think she was just like, you're She's daughter. like, I have my glam here. I've already done this and spent the money on this. I, I hate the glam, though. I don't love I glam on it, and I think Erica really ruined everything with glam. And Salt Lake does the most amount of glam. Mm-hmm. But I just think, you know what? I don't blame her enough. It's, Stop with the themes. Yeah, I don't want to do it I, either. I don't want to do the themes. I'll go to a drag show and have the best party in the world. I don't want to put drag makeup on. I'll do that. I you could go to Whitney. You can go to Whitney's Whitney next would love party. You, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as I don't <laughs> have to put it on myself, too. like I'll do. If someone puts it on for me, I'm like, yeah, of course. Ugh, no, it's too much. Does Andy like her? No, I think he's. An, she annoys him. Oh, I think he kind of likes her. I think he likes her. Does he? I think yeah. so. He, he likes the success it. of her mm-hmm. for sure. I think he finds her like very entertaining, and entertaining in a way that it's like it's not harmful. Right, like Jen Shaw is harmful. It's low stakes. Yeah, you know things roll off her back, and she's good TV. She's great TV. She's good. She's playing the long game in Salt Lake Mm -hmm. for sure. Oh, she's she's the reason for Salt Lake, in my opinion. Okay, is she fashionable? Yes, hundred percent. Even when there was that like season two reunion looks that like the world hated it was like well lisa's is the best I just love that stick straight hair mm-hmm. i like all do you remember that. when they did that a little like, too tan but angie harrington like early 80s 70s party and she came in with this like gold halter top and the, like her hair was like down with these like curls and she looked so oh yeah with a wide-legged pants she looks stunning yeah i love what do we her think about all the utah sunglasses that are going on. I think uh, Angie K is just trying to make that a thing. Yeah. It's, it's a thing it's, now, at least on that show. It is. If nowhere else. Um, what if I put those on and walked around? Uh, Chicago I would make so those. much fun of you. <laughs> like, are you trying to cover up your black eye? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did get a little What do you think of her Botox home? injury, I think. Uh, we don't see it. We see it. It's just very Utah. It's vanilla. Yeah. It, I don't see it. I don't see enough of the inside of it. It's like maybe a couch every once in a while, but I don't. I need to. I need a little more in this area from her. But yeah, I realize she might not actually. Maybe this points to the fact she's not at home much. I think that's what it points to. I mean, the mm-hmm. other she was playing 
basketball outside with her Jack with Jack but other than that like I don't remember maybe the, like a beige couch I saw once yeah. they've showed her That's bedroom it. it's all very forgettable I don't think they've ever shown the kitchen no well, she's, she's, she's never found the kitchen yeah. she's, she's not in a kitchen <laughs> what you doing in a kitchen yeah um, is she fun to drink with? Hell yes. yeah. I think yes. yeah, because she'll bring a lot of Vita and she's got good ideas for cocktails. She's also a dance party girl. She's like, let's turn she it likes up. She gin, loves to dance. And she likes to dance. I don't think she ever like gets wasted or anything. Oh, but I bet she gets wasted enough to be like, let's smoke indoors. Oh, yeah, like, let's open a window and yeah. have a ziggy. Do you think that she ever smokes pot? No. 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 Too, needs to be too in control. Yeah, no. That's also why I don't think she gets that wasted. I think she's got a big tolerance. And I think she knows. I think she'll like take a shot and she's fun, but she doesn't think, take it to like any of those huge. She doesn't take it to Sonia Sloppy. No. As being very you know drunky. what? They are. And the, on those girls' trips things, they're like, and five o'clock we're going to bed. Yes. Whitney, they I see. Me a little bit, Heather, parties. tiny bit. Meredith. Well, Meredith, yeah. She's not. They from did there, Club though. Zion that one time and like when it was on one of those trips and like yeah at least they turn off they party cocktail of choice Vita Vita and she also likes a gin and G&T what's her like favorite like Vita type of cocktail like a like a Paloma straight. no it's if you look at the Vita website there's a lot of there's like a, a, um, a tequila teeny on there there's like a lot of nice cocktails she also says that the best way to do the Blanco is um, neat or with a couple of ice cubes and it's very herbaceous and it's a Highlands grown tequila. Oh, yeah, I don't like delicious. tequila. Oh, I, I love, love tequila. tequila. <laughs> I'm getting some Vita. Oh, you ordered some Vita. I Amanda. ordered some Vita, so I'll. I got like the white one. Okay, so I the will, Blanco. Yes, the Blanco. I will bring it over. Oh, amazing! I love it. So excited. Um, okay, so what's your sh- favorite TV show? I don't think Ooh. she watches TV. Oh, I think she might. I think she watches Other Housewives. I think she's watched Other Housewives. Yeah. But I don't think she watches a lot of TV. I think she's just working. I think she is on her phone. Yeah. She watches the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. And other housewives. Is she a good tipper? Yes. 100%. I am getting like 18.5%. You think she tips Ooh. on no tax? Oof. Yeah. I think she tip. Well, I think she'll tip 20% on no tax, 185 on tax. I just, <laughs> even though she... What gives you this? Even just a little conservative? in hospitality i think she has extremely high standards and especially for other people in service industry okay so i think she is a little stingy with it okay fair enough fair enough um what kind of mom is she i think she's loving i think she lets those kids eat whatever they want and do whatever they want i think she's got a real big advantage with she she has two very good well-behaved, kind, nice sons. Yeah. And I don't know how they got that way. They, Have you met John Barlow? I mean, well, yeah, John Barlow. And, and the Mormon... <laughs> Mormons are very this nice. This episode is dedicated to John Barlow. Mormons are so <laughs> nice. Mormons are the nicest And they're definitely people. nice Mormon boys. And so she, do, she doesn't have difficult children, which I think... You no, know, she helps. can come she home and hug them. She, you know, there's so many people have so ratty, difficult children that she would be a different kind of a person and a different kind of mom if her children were difficult, and they're just not. She loves those kids. Yeah. She loves, loves them. them. I think she's a really good mom. She yeah. listens to them, but I think she also sets like very appropriate boundaries. Like yes, when I she was playing basketball with Jack, and he's like, 
he's like, fuck college. I don't want to no, go I'm to sorry. college. Fudge college. Oh, yeah. Fudge college. Excuse me. Right. And she's like, you know, the reason you have everything you do is because we went to college. And like, you cannot fudge college until you make your own. Like, we're putting in the money. Like, I I just thought it was like a real honest and real conversation that she had with him. And it just set really good example for for Jack. And I don't know. I think she's a wonderful I 100% mom. agree. And she's not I going agree. on a field trip. She's not a chaperone. Oh, no, God, no. She'll, she'll happily say no. And I love the fact that she has brought the kids into the business. I mean, that's that's how she that's her, is a mentor. That's, that's her quality time. That is her love language. And I love it. I think it's perfect. And I also think it points to the fact that she gives her kids freedom to be themselves that she didn't know Jack was going on this mission. He was deciding for himself. She probably wasn't asking him every single freaking day. She was like, he'll tell me when he tells me. I love it. Okay. Does she host a good event? Yeah. 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 Of course. Has she hosted a trip? God, I don't know. She hasn't hosted a trip. I don't don't think think. she has, but she does host a good event. Has she ever hosted anything at her house? No. No. Because we haven't seen that. She wouldn't let him in. But no, she hosts, none she, of them host that much at their house. Whitney's done it. All right, Whit- Angie K. Angie K. did it. Angie K. did that horrible house. Jen Shaw. Okay, is she on your Mount Oof. Rushmore? So this is my Mount Rushmore criteria. I hate your I hate your Mount Rushmore. What's your criteria? Are, are you the best one of your? franchise to me oh that's in this it? current moment because like mount rushmore there's like four but like there's like eight cities so like mm-hmm. you have a mount rushmore from each city and mm-hmm. she is on it she's oh, on a regular wait, mount rushmore wait, so she's, she's on it along with alexis bellino and janita and janita okay wait till you see who my others are <laughs> mine's still developing but i have a lot of women from atlanta it's always evolving yeah. I have a lot of women from Atlanta. You and I hate my Sonia. Mount Rushmore? I totally disagree with you about the Gen Aiden thing. But that's for another I, place, I another watch, time. You know what? You don't watch Jersey. I mean, okay. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Okay. Is she mm-hmm. on your Mount Rushmore? For this cast, yeah. I think she is just consistent. And like, she's even described herself as consistent. And that's true. Like, yeah. she delivers. Dependable. She's dependable. She brings the fashion. I think she brings a little bit of sophistication and glam to this whole And crew. she's true to herself. She's true to herself. And she, like, gets enough in the drama, but not so much that it becomes kind of, like, dr- it drowns out everyone else and it's overwhelming. I had such an aha moment when you said she's very Luann-esque. Yeah. yeah. She is. Yeah, she she is. And I love Luann. Oh. Love Luann. She's on mine, yeah. for sure. She should be on everyone's. What's, uh... She's no, no one from. I'm sorry, no one from Salt Lake is on my Mount Rushmore. Um, Not at this point. Maybe I'll evolve and Uh, change my mind one day. I'm kind of a pretty hardcore New York, Atlanta. Is like my entire Mount Rushmore is all everyone from all of those seasons. Basically, Lisa Barlow is a star, and I would kill to see her on Ultimate Girls Trip. You know what? I would love that. I would love Lisa and Meredith to be on Ultimate Girls Trip. I don't know because she would eat Meredith. Would, Meredith would get eaten alive. I but Lisa could Meredith. hang. I, I would take. I would take Lisa. So um, is she a good friend? Yeah, I think she has yes. a lot of friends or more acquaintances through the business community. Does she have girlfriends that she hangs out? with? I think with? she does. She's a popular girl. Yeah, I think most of her her best friends are her, are her sisters. I yeah, I see that, and I see her as being like up here, and then it's like a tree. They've got some employees and assistants, and there's all sort of friends, but she's just remains. She doesn't have enough hours in the day. No, 
No. But she's her, a good She friend. likes to be home with her family when she can. She has that empathy for you. She will cry with you. I Absolutely. agree. And she knows how to bring people like down to to back to level like there were some instances where Jen in particular were like Jen was spinning out of control and Lisa was just like okay let's reel it back and calm down which is such a great grounding yeah such a great like attribute to have or quality to have as a friend I completely agree because that is hard to do Mm -hmm. I would be so intimidated by Jen and her all the screaming and the absolute lunacy that like it would be hard. I would just walk away. I'd run away and hide. Yeah. I think she's got patience. She does. She wants to like hit it head on. Mm-hmm. Um, do you relate to her? No, but I want to be her. Yeah, agree. Yeah, I, 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 I think, I think that she's aspirational in a, in a way. She's a housewife's aspirational. I'm telling you, she's the queen of Salt Lake. Does mm-hmm. she Republican or Democrat? Uh, Republican. Republican. They're all Republican. Yeah, she's definitely she's definitely a registered Republican. I mean, you can give to people here and there, but you you know, I mean, and probably in Utah, that might be the best choice, mm-hmm. as we said. To I mean, do you I think she votes? Yeah, I do too. I think she yeah, votes. I do. I think she votes. We know that she donates for charities, and we've gone. Through I think that. that's a big part of what she probably learned from, and part of the. Mormon community that she liked was that they are big believers in giving back and helping others and I think she has carried that part on. Lisa, oh yeah, I agree. She's a giver. She's a giver with the foster care Utah especially, but Yeah, that's others. their cause. Was she a fangirl of Housewives before she got on the show? I think she was a studier, not a fangirl. Whoa, what's that? Like she studied it because like she knew she was coming on and it studied it then, but I don't no, think she, she was, was like... You know, 100% agree with you. You yeah. don't think she watched it before? Maybe a here and there a bit and she knew what it was about, but she's not like watching Jersey. Like, did you see? Mm, I think she Maybe she watched New York and Beverly Hills. Maybe. Definitely New yeah. York. But then she watched a little bit more to see what she was getting involved with. Is she fun mm-hmm. to party with? Yes. yes yeah. Totally. She's the cool girl. You want to go to her party. Hell. You Lux be, marketing. You want to be invited. Yeah. Does she give good confessionals? Yes. Yeah. I think she's so quick. Some of the best. Yeah. Yeah. She's such a valley girl. And well, we know this one. What's her high school superlative? Most popular. Most popular. Oh, I was going to say most. Lisa like, Lee. Most I, popular. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say most likely to spill Baja Blast on her Balenciaga, but... (laughs) (laughs) In high school, they knew what Balenciaga is. That's funny. The fashion in Salt Lake is... Horrible. The worst. Oh my God, they did such a dirty to Heather. I think it was in the very first episode where Lisa was like... They all had to go to some event and she's like, ew, I am not going to be in some like cocktail dress with like ultra high heels and that's what and that's no exactly. you never and see her wearing a dress and, and Heather a, walking in in just that I maybe a it. tube dress here and there but you see her in a lot of pantsuits she'll do a yeah. reunion dress but yeah she does do like a wide legged pant I, I'm gonna, she looks amazing in amazing. that amazing amazing I'm gonna go ahead and disagree with you guys that Salt Lake is the worst fashion because I can name two others oh, that mix. nope Mm-mm. what Jersey okay horrible and yeah OC are worse oh. than Salt Lake and yeah. also are worse than Potomac the problem with Salt Lake is, is I so much. It's the labels. Like the, it makes the, it seem the like it's all fake. Awful. It's it all is. like fake. It yeah. is. It's very Beverly Hills in that way. They want to be like they're Beverly Hills or something. They want to be and Beverly Hills, but yeah, they're not. Yeah, yeah. like it, you like Jersey and OC are just bad fashion. 
Real money or house of cards? I, I mean, I'm going to do the Howdy mix, but mostly real. I'm, oh, I'd I'm like a, to think it's real. I'm a real money. Real. Real. I mean, she spends a lot of money, though, on clothes. Yeah, so I mean, you think compared and to glam. renting some and of those things? Yeah. I, I bet they all do some rent the runway. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? But it's she's into smart. fashion. Do you think, does she read magazines or newspapers or what do you think she reads? Tequila spirits ones? <laughs> oh, I think she reads like business ones. Oh, business. I think she does like a Vogue. Yes. You know, like she's definitely yes. into some fashion. Like on a plane, ones. she'll yeah. read a Vogue. Yeah, I bet before like a plane, she'll get an Us Weekly, a Vogue, and a Vanity Fair, but she never opens up the Vanity Fair. She doesn't read the article. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> she reads the back, like the post questionnaire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you think they're smart? Yeah. Book I smart, she, street smart, smart smart? I think she's street smart. Like a hybrid of book and street. I think she's got like a business sense. That's evident. But I'm it's entrepreneurial, she, which is more it, street. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I think I'll she's give you that. very, very capable. You know what I mean? Like ding, she's ding, just ding. capable of like getting stuff done yep. and doing things. But like I would Quick learner. Quick learner. But I wouldn't categorize her as like a cerebral intellectual. No. Correct. I think you know she's... I, mean? I say she is Correct. street smart, book smart rising. Okay. <laughs> there you go. I like that. There is, she's, you know what? You can't be that quick witted without having some intelligence. Yeah. Like yeah. to have that kind of humor, yeah. you, there is a smarts there. I think she's one of those people that's also like, I'm smart, which means you're not that smart when you have to like explain that you're smart about things. But she, she's no dummy. She also memorizes all those raps and performs them. We all know the words to shoop does not a smart make. But she is, there's something, she's effortless, she's quick, she's she's not stupid. And also she has people's numbers too. Like, there was, she was like, are we missing the mark on how we're not trying to take Mary Cosby down in season three? I mean, she obviously set that up and that was a very Housewives move when they were at the Fresh Wolf party. Oh, with Cameron. And with Cameron, who was her friend who had passed away, who was part of Mary's season church. season two or three? You write up season two, excuse me. And they were trying to, like, she was like, guys, this is so fucking suspicious. She had Jen's number. She also had Monica's number this season, too. A bit. She has people's number. She has dialed into, she knows. Speaking of Monica, are we going to get into a little bit of the finale? I love, that was very hard for me not to make uh, one of my favorite moments, her performance. performance. She was top tier. These performances, these performances, these speeches. These big little lies moments. Oh, my God. This, I mean, obviously, this was all planned out. What do you think? Are they all in on it? I do. Well, I mean, they showed them getting in on it, how they pulled off the dinner without, like, freaking out or just running to a room. I would not have had that sort of restraint. No. I mean, they just showed so much. I think they had to band together because no one's safe. I think they're all involved. I think they all, you know what? I think they've all maybe they all read these blogs and they all probably sent in a little tip or have sent in something. All knew about Jen Shaw. Here's what it is. I don't care. I don't care either. I also don't think it's that big of a deal with the troll. Like who cares? This troll had five thousand people. Who cares? Like why are they all so concerned in Utah, except for uh, Lisa? Really, if someone's talking about you. 
Like, like it's, it was a yeah. big, like, Angie K. Like, you were talking about me. Well, Keep Angie your name K out of my mouth. Busted. Don't talk about me. Jen Shaw did that all the time. Don't talk about behind my back. Don't talk about me. Whitney does it every fucking oh, day. Yes. Don't talk about me. Who cares? You're supposed to talk behind people's back. That right, is what we do. That's the show. That is what we do. Why are they all screaming about someone talking about someone? And that's what I thought about Made of the Troll. It's like, who cares? This is a 5,000 thing troll they didn't really care i just think it was a moment that they could do they banded together on it i watched it live and that's I what loved happened it. i texted everyone i knew i was like you get the fuck to your tv right now and you watch this live i mean yeah it was campy and fun and it was like their scandal moment but like it was it. fake as they come no stop oh i see what I mean, what no. was what was fake about it? Are you talking about when they first arrived and they started to get into these like kind of R- fake, Greek mafia? Yeah, like these fake fights before leading into the whole. Like, See, I actually liked that. I thought it was so well. I think executed. Heather knew. Me too. Yeah. I think I don't care. I think they all knew about a lot of the stuff. I think they'd interacted. Oh, with. you're saying before? Yeah, I think before I the think there was scene. a lot okay. more that they knew about what Jen Shaw was doing. Tanisha, I think well, I just think there's no one's hands are clean. Scared, they're and scared I think, of Jen Shaw. There's definitely a reason why, because why in the hell would anyone ever care this much about a know-nothing little Monica and not ever care about Jen Shaw? I think they did too. I think they were more scared of Jen Shaw because Jen Shaw had shit on them. They made it seem like it was no big deal that she defrauded... Uh, all these elderly people they were like but she's still my friend and I then think, they scream at this woman for like be, being a nobody with I Cheeto think fingers. they did that because they they felt like they needed to I think they were scared shitless of Jen Shaw this is like a repercussion for the Jen Shaw years no I think there's Jen has God knows what Jen Shaw would has do on Jen all Shaw has shit on all of them yeah and I want to know what me too. I think it's a lot of this shit. That's why I said there, no one's hands are clean. Well, that's even think what Lisa Monica said either. at the very beginning. She's like, I know dirty secrets about everyone. She's a sociopath. Yeah. She's horrible. Sure. And she just sat there justifying it the whole time. Yeah. Anyway, it was good to watch. Definitely. Uh, you know what, though? Here's the thing, though. You got me to watch it. I will say this. When Heather came down and was about to say, before she said anything, Lisa started just kind of like feeling Heather's energy and getting a little bit teary. And again, like that it is. It makes her upset to yell. She yelled, but it makes her upset. No, I get that I'm get talking that about when too. Heather was on the beach with the ladies on their big little lies oh, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, I'm going to cry. Like she was feeling Heather's energy. And you could see her sort of like well up in anticipation of what was what she, Heather was going to share. She was like, Heather, oh my God. Oh my, like, like, she's I very clued that about in. her. She yeah. thought Heather was being, I mean, Heather planned this out. So Heather what? rehearsed this. Bra- and I say to you, brava. No, I say to you, brava too. But Heather was not upset. She was plan this out for weeks all right all right let's do our rosen so at least i bought it right okay rose quick witted funny that's my rose for lisa you got a rose sharp yep yeah i mean that's sort of like kind of a thing yeah but you know no i think me sharp is like well i'm saying like sharp as as is a thorn Oh yeah! See what see what I did there? Oh, I but like it. I think she's but, just unbelievably sharp, quick witted. You know, yeah. she just gets a good confessional and like how True. to for as talkative as she is and like all the shit that she gets for being like long winded. She knows how to say something very succinctly in she's her confessional. A much better long winded than Dorit. Yeah, yeah way oh, better. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say power mom and her fashion. Oh, okay. Power mom in her fashion, that stick straight hair. I love it. 
My Thorne, which is kind of a little bit of a story, too, she does talk a lot about herself. And I was re-watching the Black Eye trip in San Diego, and they all had to go on these stupid, like, go-karts together downtown. And Heather's like, I'm going to go with Lisa Barlow, because she's like, Lisa will never ask me anything about this eye when any other woman would. And they just show Lisa. Really? And a montage being like, and then John Barlow bought me this dress and then this and that. And like, it didn't come up at all. And she's like, I'm going with Lisa. Smart move on Heather's part. But Lisa does. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's a little Mm self-involved. But I don't mind it. I still love her. Well, that makes the best housewife. Correct. I would say that my thorn is she does plant people. So... Cameron. She, had, she had Cameron at the Fresh Wolf event. And then she had, at that Mexican mm-hmm. restaurant, she had the, the, the owners. The owners, of, chef owners. Just start talking about Angie H. as they were serving food, which is like like completely nonsensical in that sort of situation. A little so bit was, of a producer. It was, yeah, it was produced. She, and it feels produced. Yeah. yeah. It feels um, very fake. And that's my, um, also, it kind of goes into mine. I put not 100% sure she can be trusted. With these plants that she brings in to like a high you, she's in a she's playing she's playing a house. This is what they do with with Salt Lake, which is why you probably don't like it. Is they play housewives as opposed to they just are. Yeah, yeah, and that is why I don't like it. I want something a little bit more natural, and she's not good at planting those people because it doesn't feel natural at all. No, you're right. And she's like, no, Cameron's my best friend, and you're like, you've never met this guy. No, I think she had, but I would say it was like, and you come here and you talk to Meredith right away. Like this is she's yeah. calling and telling you like these are your these are your notes. She's. I'm you brought up the catering one because yeah. like I'll never forget that you know me watching that season of it was kind of I was done with Salt Lake after that until the season so I really just skipped three but um Josh calls that cater gate Catergate. he's like I could not with that cater gate anymore he was he didn't watch it with me but he would be like in the same room and he'd be like are they freaking still watching talking about the catering again yeah I get I it they and they're still talking about it Yep. Right, what do we have for our Chirons for her? Mine is most memeable. All of my memes are Queen about. of Salt Lake. Queen of Salt Lake. You said you had a good one. You were like Menchie. Menchie Mormon, but I also have Big Gulp Barlow. Big Gulp I love Barlow. It. She's constantly carrying around a cup that has, is just like the size of a big Oh, gulp. I think that's what it is. Big Gulp Barlow. I love it. And I have Utah Valley Girl. Utah Valley Girl. I have Big Gulp. Yeah, big gold Barlow. That yeah. alliteration, it's got all of the things. God. Guys, we did this. This was an awesome one. Amanda! Was so Thank fun. you guys Amanda. so awesome. She will be She back. was the perfect Lisa Barlow guest. Oh, I loved every moment of it. I could. Lisa's I, fun to watch. Lisa's like, and this is very like, I think we're I, coming off of a hot Salt Lake season, so I we think I want really some had merch to give Lisa some props. With that mm-hmm. season-like tagline of, I love that for myself. I love that for myself. I love this for myself. I love this too. Okay, you guys, don't forget to rate and review five stars. Tell your friends. Once Send us an a- email. Once upon a housewife pod at gmail.com. Send Follow- us if you want any particular housewives that you have an itch to explore. Follow us on Once Upon a Housewife PC. Yep. And Tell your friends. Grow happy us. New Year. Happy healthy. Happy healthy. Good luck on your cleanse if you're doing one. And, and if um, you're not, fuck them. And em. if you're not, fuck them. Who cares? But um, no yeah. judging. No judging. All we'll right. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a fabulous day. Bye. Bye.